Are you a developer or conversational designer looking to excel in the latest AI platforms? Or maybe you're in marketing looking for the latest in audio branding and customer engagement. Or maybe you're a startup, a business owner, an investor, or simply want to know about the future of voice technology. Then Voice Summit held in Newark, New Jersey this July is for you. Get your ticket at voicesummit.ai. That's voicesummit.ai. We can't wait to hear your voice and meet you at the conference. What interests me the most is that its ability to provide a medium that used to exist that harmonized and collected people. And my hope and desire is that as voice matures, not only will it become assistive as a personal tool, but it'll also become some sort of knitting factor to kind of pull people back together a little bit and less isolate us. Welcome to the Voices Behind Voice series, where we interview the great people who are either creating and using voice technology in a new way, looking to start utilizing it in their business, or investing in companies associated with voice. All of these guests will be attending the Voice Summit this July, and we wanted to give each of them a chance to have their own voice be heard. Today, my guests are Mark Phillips and John Goss, the founders of Simply Spoken. Welcome, Mark and John. Thank you for being here. Happy to be here. Thanks, Karen. Thanks for having us. So I know that you both worked at GE Healthcare for many years. I want to know, how did the two of you first meet there? Hey, it's a great question. I worked at GE Healthcare in sort of the the product management technology side, and John worked in the services side. And we happened to actually go to grad school at Northwestern. So we knew each other through through a couple of different channels, GE and Northwestern. So we both have... We're sort of classically trained in medical informatics, which is kind of how do you use information in healthcare to change practice and change experience. And so we spent quite a bit of time at GE, and we had these kind of complementary skills, um, which was interesting. But I think one of the things that is great about GE is it gives you an opportunity to learn a lot of things and to participate in a lot of things. And we were specifically working in the healthcare vertical. But uh, once we sort of got our medical informatics graduate degrees, we wanted to do something to actually change healthcare in a way that we couldn't get to in a big company. So we jumped off the, the ship, if you will, and uh, created a company that was a startup in the healthcare space called Conrock Healthcare. And we've had some pretty decent commercial success in the patient safety arena. So that was our, our startup experience, and it was vastly different than, than the big GE. What do you think about that, John? Yeah, I could synthesize it a little easier. We met in a restaurant. We said, let's build a company. We said, we want to make healthcare better. Let's do it. And so we did. I love it. That's the short version. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys then decided to start this company, Simply Spoken. How did you kind of realize that voice would become a thing and start to get interest in it and then begin to start this company? Hey, we kind of went through a bridge process. So we were in healthcare and we actually had some pretty good success in the healthcare market and we landed deals with big health systems, and that was great, but we also began to do some work in the senior living space. And in the senior living uh, space, 
What was interesting about that is as we began to engage in those facilities and, and work with those kind of big operators, what we discovered was that you know, there were a lot of problems with their residents that voice was a good fit for. So we began to consider whether voice might be a good solution in those senior living spaces for the residents. And at that point, we saw the conference in Jersey last year, and it was kind of a shot in the dark. We, were, we just put our heads together and we said, hey, should we go to this voice conference in Jersey and sort of get a deep dive immersion into what's going on in the space. And when we did that, what happened for us there was we, we basically went there with the kind of idea that we would learn how voice might work for senior living. And what we learned there was kind of this aha, um, hair on fire moment, as I say, that voice really is going to impact every facet of the way we interact with computers and every business, every vertical. And so uh, we came back from New Jersey, that first uh, Voice Summit conference, and uh, created our company, Simply Spoken, that's the same month we came back. So we came back as, uh, as voice converts. That is, I mean, that's amazing to hear. Can you talk a little bit about what Simply Spoken does and kind of what you've learned in that first year? Yeah, I can uh, give you a an overview of what Simply Spoken does. Is we really help um, businesses get on the voice highway, and so basically we we go in to businesses and we help them understand how voice might be applicable to their business, and then we help them deliver uh, conversational experiences for that business. And so we tend to concentrate on on businesses that we um, are sort of familiar with the way they work. So businesses that are in the healthcare space or businesses that provide services that are similar, maybe that might be an orthodontist, that might be a dentist, that might be a chiropractor, that might be a dermatologist. But those are businesses that provide services and voice is able to actually give customers a way to interact with that um, that new channel. And so we help businesses do that. And the, the thing that we learned at Voice was that basically every step of the customer journey will be impacted by Voice. And that's, you know, the, the customer journey from the perspective of uh, discovery to transacting with a business to actually engaging with a business's products to actually uh, coming back in that kind of loyal loyal return to the business. So the, the conference gave us this sort of uh, immersion into the fact that every piece of the customer journey is impacted by voice. And then uh, we, we feel like, especially in the customer acquisition um, piece, we can really help businesses make sure that they're heard and that they can interact with their customers via that new channel. Yeah. I mean, I was at Voice Summit as well last year before I started working with them and I felt the same way. I think it's pretty exciting to see just the amount of things that we can do with voice and it's kind of limitless and it's still so new. So there's a lot of creativity that can come out of it. Do you guys have any success stories or things that you can share that you've done for clients in the past year? I don't know, John, maybe you want to speak to one of those? 
That's a good question. Do we have success? So we, we have a lot of things that I would call right on the doorstep of, of sharing of success stories. But what we've decided to do uh, in the last year, so when, when to add on to Mark about voice and what voice can do, um, and really one of the things that it does is it helps businesses identify ways to um, interact with their customers that they didn't know about potentially and also solve a problem for their customer that the customer may, may not have had, which is something as simple as access. But to answer your question, are there specific examples of where we have, where we're working? Yes, we have some use cases in healthcare that we're going to kind of keep a little bit secret for now. We have use cases where we're targeting uh, municipalities and their ability to communicate with uh, their citizens uh, and their business community and their visitors in a much more fluid way using voice-activated skills that are somewhat uh, multimedia-driven and somewhat uh, just just pure voice. And then we've we've got a couple other areas that we're we're kind of taking a look at it that are that are in the analytics space and how you can unlock. Um, higher order analytics, whether it's in healthcare or any other space, and present them to people when they need them, but make that presentation something that has uh, some sort of recommendation at the end. So a lot of software and the way that it's designed is guided. And so what that means, as you know, is I build you something and you're going to have to follow the, the touches and the prompts for you to get through it. But if I can provide you with a set of uh, metrics or dashboards, really what you're wanting me to tell you is, great, you just told me my company's in the shitter or I didn't get enough sales or something, but what, do you, what can you tell me to do about it? And that's where voice could really be helpful because that can help people uh, enter, get energized prior to even getting to work. That can help people send messages. It really kind of takes it to the next step. That's also where you start to talk about AI, machine learning, and some of these other concepts that, that have not really um, matured uh, as fast as people would like to claim that they have. So, yes, we have. Don't have anything specific to share just yet. Probably by the time we see you in voice, we will. Um, but not, not anything where um, I want to say, Hey, these are the five sites that we've got. Yeah. And I, you know, it's, and like I said, it's so new. So it's, it's great to see you guys kind of experimenting and trying a variety of things. How does working in this field using this type of technology differ from the things that you used to do? I'll take it first. Very, very different. Um, Let's see. First of all, it's different because of the types of backgrounds, especially if we, if we looked at the first show. So what, what will be interesting is to compare and contrast this show's demographic profile to last show's um, in terms of who attended. Um, but just the types of folks in the rooms and wanting to learn about voice was across the board. You had technologists, you had peer programmers, you had marketing teams, um, you had businesses, you had financial folks, you had, um, you had voice synthesized people from Israel, you had um, some health, a bit, little bit of healthcare primary, a lot of outpatient and assisted living healthcare, they're all over the board. Um, so what was interesting about that is that there's just a, a much broader scale of type of interest relative to what we were used to. And the second thing is that it's fairly collegial. So it's so new that people are really, for the most part, willing to share um, their, their uh, experiences. They want to hang out. They want to talk about how to make the space better. 
so that's been a really refreshing, you know, coming from the mainline healthcare um, space that we were in. It's it's quite a difficult uh, it's a quite difficult trek to run up the hill to try to sell software to hospital systems all the time. So that was very refreshing. Um, Mark, I don't know if you had anything to add. Yeah, I think that's spot on. The the only thing maybe I'd add is that in terms of bringing these experiences to life, what we what we really see, which is different than sort of a traditional software development. Uh, model is that it's so collaborative. There's such a collaboration between design, the conversational design folks, and the technology folks, and the mix is a little different too. So the mix is really more of a 50-50 mix, right? And there used to be, in, you know, sort of these traditional handoffs, if you will, between um, functional organizations and that doesn't that doesn't happen in voice as much. So it's sort of a collaborative from the starting line to the finish line kind of a process, and that is very um, unusual, very unique, and um, it's actually a a uh, a gratifying way to work. I mean, it really is a uh, collaborative, collegial kind of uh, atmosphere to work in. Yeah, that's great to hear. And it's, it's wonderful that you experienced that last year, which brings me to you are attending again this year. Is there anyone that you are looking to connect with or anything specific you'd like to gain from voice this year? Hey, I think probably it's the same thing that we look for every time we go out there, which, and cause there, of course you have a, a million tracks that are interesting, right? So, you know, conversational design, search, health, fintech uh voice for the enterprise and we'll be we'll be immersed in each of those but i think and i know john will speak to this as well but there's sort of this delicate balance between what we call the echo chamber which is the you know the converted masses in the conference that are all you know they've drunk the kool-aid and they they are very big cheerleaders in the voice space so that you got to balance that out with who is actually generating revenue from customers. And so you really, I think one question that we ask everyone that we run into is, you know, are you experiencing some commercial success? What's your business model? How are you making money? What is the reception to voice? What resonates with your vertical? And so this kind of balancing act between rah-rah, we love voice, and we're as bullish on voice as anybody, and we've invested an enormous amount of time and energy, uh, kind of contrasted with, give us exactly what you're talking about. Give us your success stories. Tell us, tell us how you're making money. Yeah, I would add, um, I would add that in the context of, uh, I will have a list of folks that we want to talk to that we know have already met, that we want to catch up with. And then, a, and then a list of business dev priorities relative to what Mark is speaking to in terms of quantifying um, the growth of the market year over year relative to ex, the external view of the market, not the internal view. And so those are two very, very different things. And so my goal is to try to discern um, the gap between the two. And that's the part that we think is probably going to be the most interesting, along with trying to find what I would call, um, and they're there, they will be there, are the big, big, big broad thinkers. 
And I don't mean I want to build a platform and you can ride on top of the thinker. I, I want to be the, I want the big thinker that says, I want to connect five different ecosystems. And this is how we think it can be done with these partners. We haven't heard that yet. It's coming, but we haven't heard it. And we have, we've heard it from Google and Amazon, of course, but that's not what I mean. I mean from pure entrepreneurs. And then maybe lastly to talk about that is, is that um, one of the areas where there should hopefully be some discussion is what's, you know, what is the road? How do we know what roadmaps Google and Amazon and Siri and uh, Samsung and Microsoft all have? And what, what is the incentive of the developer relative to what these products can do and continually roll out to do? You know, there is a bit of worry that when you start to focus in a particular area um, and you use these devices that at one day you may not have a product. And so I, my hope is that things like that will be talked about as well and maybe we'll get a little bit clearer definition. So I'm looking for moonshot people. I'm looking to network with people I already know. I'm looking to find out new ways that they're hacking things that need to be done now relative to the platforms and as they exist and mature. And I'm looking for some sort of roadmap from the bigger players in terms of what we're going to stay away from and what we're not going to stay away from and what they need help with. Those are, those are pretty much the keys for me. Yeah, that's great. And you know, if people want to connect with you guys beforehand or after, where can they do that? Either with your website or on social media? Uh, social media, media, or our website, or we're in the VIP tent, aren't we, Mark? We are. That's right. But if you want to, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to learn about what we think about voice, we do a uh, daily flash briefing, which is the simply spoken on voice daily flash briefing. Pretty uh, active on Twitter at uh, Mark underscore Voice First. I know John's active on Twitter as well. You can reach out on the website. Uh, any of those methods, we're happy to talk to anybody. That's perfect. And the last guess, uh, the last question I want to ask you guys is: What is the number one reason why you think voice matters? I'll go first. So, m my personal um, opinion is that technology can be a divisive. Uh, technology and one way to bring folks back together is through the use of voice whether that's the spoken word or that's audibly or both and so what interests me the most is that its ability to provide a medium that used to exist that harmonized and collected people um, and my hope and desire is that as voice matures, not only will it become assistive as a personal tool, but it'll also become some sort of knitting factor to kind of pull people back together a little bit and less isolate us. Love it. Love it. The biggest, biggest deal, biggest shift in computing um, since I've been in computing and, and biggest promise in terms of the capabilities or the ability to, to change the way people interact with not only computing, but just artificial intelligence, machine learning. It is the biggest deal from a technology perspective that, that I can think of, really. It's, it, it enables people to actually make use of uh, computing technology in a way that nothing else has and nothing else is likely to until we pair it up maybe with VR, which VR and, and holographic kind of capabilities paired up with voice at the end of the day, then we're going to 
we're going to move beyond. We'll we'll be in Star Trek V two, you know, whatever the whatever the next future is. But it is the the biggest deal I've seen. The the one I'm the most excited about. Well, thank you both so much. This has been so fun and informative, and we can't wait to connect with you both at Voice Summit this July. Thank you. Exciting. Thanks a lot.